This is a Dynamike Network podcast. Destruction for a very, very special holiday episode of Grinding of the Gears with Ken. That's right, folks. I am back and doing what I, uh, some would say, was born to do, which is yell at a computer speaker and recording device in order to get my message out. Um, and continuing on with that, I figured uh, you guys just don't get enough on a normal basis from me. So we are going to go ahead and throw some rants together and starting off this with with just an amazing Christmassy time tradition, candy canes. Well, folks, remember, it's a time of giving, a time of love, a time of family, and of course, time for pretty much everybody to lose their God-blessed mind when it comes to Christmas. Now, whether you celebrate or not, you definitely see it in the stores. The decorations, the holly, the jolly, the lights, the trees, starting in about June, uh, which I'll get to probably in a different rant. However, for this case, we are going to go with what I find the most irritating part of Christmas, especially nowadays. The candy cane. Now, Ken, why do you hate candy canes? Nay, nay, I did not say I hate candy canes. I hate the fact that they have now come within 30,000 different flavors, making me have to trek through five different stores and ever order to get the appropriate ones, which, you know, back in the day when we only had just peppermint, uh, Sometimes they would have blueberry. I definitely remember those. And I think they had a strawberry or a cherry. That was it. There was no further candy cane flavor than that. And you were happy just to get them. Usually after sitting on some old man's lap that could have, may or may not have been Santa Claus. Or just old Joe down the road that they hustled into a red suit and said, Here, sit here and let the kids come tell you what they want for Christmas. Which time you'd be presented with a tiny candy cane that usually just meant you were sticking mess for your family for the rest of the night because while you were trying fighting valiantly in order to get through the tiny cellophane uh, wrapper that is the candy cane wrapper and probably getting a hold of some piece of it, thus breaking and causing more havoc, uh, you found that as you grew up, it didn't get much better. The candy canes may have gotten bigger. You may have been able to get your own candy canes as an adult, but now you're faced with a different choice. What flavor of candy cane do you get for your tree? Now, in my house, we put them on the tree, and the children and myself, this is me, grab some candy canes off for a night, and usually that was kind of the way we charted our way through the Christmas season. But this year, I was presented with some despicable choices. Uh, when it came to flavors for candy canes. Now, I'm not saying that anything new is bad. It's 
traditions are good, but you know, you have to augment your traditions in some fashion in order to continue on with life as it is. However, after they left the Hershey's chocolate version, which really was just a peppermint mocha candy cane, they then started doing things like Twinkies, Red Buns, Sour Patch Kids, Toxic Waste, which I had to ask my children was, because when I was growing up, anything toxic waste was usually a bad thing. Now the children eat it, because we are on our way to the idiocracy, everybody knows it, and we're all fighting, but it's going to happen. Now, I ask you, please, explain to me why it's important to have all of these flavors. Also, there are very, very few places that you can go and get a single candy of any Which means you're buying a box, which usually means there's eight to ten of these little bastards that are not all over the And now, you're faced with the issue of your children or your family members fighting over them in order to get that last Twinkie flavor candy. And as I say that, I get more enthusiastic. Christmas should be simple. Christmas should be a, a time of giving and love. Not fighting next to the Christmas tree with your uncle probably drunk off his ass on eggnog. Likely knocking over said Christmas tree when he gets up because the cat jumped into his lap after the fighting in order to get that last chocolate candy. Now, is this something that you want? Really, is this, is this how, we, how we want to spend our time? No, I don't think so. So, folks, in closing, I'd like you to remember. Be, be kind. Be excellent to one another, as the great poets Bill and Ted once said. And understand that maybe, just maybe, not having 80,000 flavors or something was a, done on purpose. And as the good book likes to say, please don't fight. There's no reason to. Unless there's a reason to, violence is necessary and typically warranted. Folks, that's it for me today. This was a great grinding of the gears, and I really appreciate you guys listening to me, because really you had no other choice. Now remember, this week we will be reviewing Die Hard, which is quite possibly the greatest Christmas movie there is, rivaling uh, Christmas Story and It's a Wonderful Life, just with a lot of wanton violence and Bill building up to, to be, you know, blowing up buildings and Bruce Willis. It's great. Uh, next week, folks, we are going to have our last episode of the season, and there is some serious surprises in wait. I can't wait uh, to explain those, and Dustin and I will talk about them later this week. Uh, but with that, go ahead and send me some things to rant about. Obviously, I don't have enough, so... With that, this is Ken signing off. Please listen next week. Come back for the Thunder.